0: Professor, Physician, Epidemiologist, I am Dr. Shree Banerjee. Hello everyone, this is Dr. B. And today in this video, I will show you um, all of the expectations for the uh, discussion and the assignment and also go over some of the basic tenets of multiple regression. Before I get started though, I want to make a note about the terminology. Multiple regression refers to any statistical test where there is a dependent variable which is continuous and there are more than one independent variables so at the very least there has to be a dependent variable that's linear and multiple independent variables once you know that your a research question is of this nature then One of the most powerful ways to understand if there is a relationship is by running the multiple regression test. Now, in this lecture, I intentionally used the word linear regression to emphasize the fact that the dependent variable is continuous. So let's keep going here. And when you're going over the um, research question and the null hypothesis, it's very important to make sure you know what the null hypothesis actually is. Once you clearly state that null hypothesis, then when you look at the p-value and you either reject the null hypothesis or fail to reject the null hypothesis, then the reader will know specifically what that null hypothesis was that you actually chose to reject. So once you have written out your null hypothesis, the next step is to do some diagnostics to determine and make sure that all of the assumptions are actually met. So in previous weeks, you had a list of assumptions that you had to um, make sure and test for and um, make sure that you ran a different test. Uh, For instance, in one-way ANOVA, what you have to do is see from a Levine's test, um, check for homogeneity of variance and accordingly run a different post hoc tests. So you have many of these same types of scenarios take place for multiple regression as well. So we'll be going over the diagnostics. Um, we'll be going over a little bit of the theoretical foundation, and then we can just briefly apply this, um, not necessarily in that order, So, for starters, what are the main diagnostics that are uh, important to make note of? Well, linearity at the very least. I mean, uh, you want to see that the um, main dependent variable and the independent variable actually has a linear relationship um, and is not able to be um, mapped out using some sort, of, some other sort of relationship. So that's very important. Um, homoscedasticity. Now that's a very difficult word but the definition is is actually not as difficult. So what homoscedasticity means that the variance of residual is the same for any value of x. So there is not some sort of pattern going on or or something um in in the noise portion so when you're looking at a model there is the signal of the model and then there's the noise or the error that's going on so if there is some sort of pattern in that noise then um that's th- then that is something that you have to be aware of um the other part is independence which is observations are independent of each other uh normality which is something that you could use, maybe a QQ plot or or something to observe and and make sure you have normality, and then multicollinearity. Now, multicollinearity is an interesting and important concept, which I will go over in the next slide. So, homoscedasticity. First of all, going back to that, what you do is you plot the predicted values and residuals on a scatter plot, and then um, you try to determine if you have some sort of cone or fan shape um, in your data, then you know that this is being violated. So you don't want to see any sort of patterning there. And then multicollinearity, what that is, is that you have too much of a relationship going on between your independent variables. So um, you want to test this using the variance inflation factor. Um, And SPSS has uh, wonderful capabilities to do that. And you want to make sure that your predictor variables are not uh, too linked with each other. And this is extremely important because a lot of times when you're running multiple regression, you're trying to control for confounding variables. So if the manipulation of one variable is uh, one of your uh, predictor variables is causing too much of a variation in another predictor variable, you cannot um, sufficiently control for specific confounding variables um, as you would want to. So where is the menu in SPSS located where um, you run the not only the regression coefficients, but the collinearity diagnostics? Well, if you look on the left-hand side, this is where you um, check, put a checkbox under um, the different types of tests. And then on the right-hand side, the plots that you want. These are the plots on the right-hand side that are extremely important for you to look at. Okay, so now that we've gone over some uh, an application of diagnostics and the foundation and fundamentals of multiple regression, let's develop a little bit the conceptual framework and the theory that guides linear regression or more specifically multiple regression so first step that I wanted to show you here is the prediction of y from x so say for instance, we created a completely horizontal model and In this uh, situation It's a very simple straight line. So so you have an actual the, the dots represent the actual observations um, of x and y and then the line represents the predicted um, values of x and y um, and we're not really using a reasonable estimate um, as a predictive a, a predicted line we're actually using um, just a simple horizontal line to begin with And you'll see why we did that so here right now what we're doing is we're trying to figure out how far off our actual is actual observations are from the predicted observations and we're looking at we're looking for the differences so um the y difference so yi minus um yi minus y so actual versus predicted and if you can see um, and then we're squaring it so it's actually a sum of all the squares and you come up with the value when you sum uh, sum all the squares of the differences now let's hypothetically create a better fit line and for that you'll have a um, certain number of corresponding Sum of squares so this is what's going on here so this is minimizing the least sum of squares here so what I mean by that is that we're going to draw a line such that the sum of squares is the lowest number out of all of them out of all the different sum of squares. So when you do that, and this is why it's called a least squares regression as well, when you do that, then you don't have as much prediction error. And so we want to use the best fit model. So here, as you can see, um, if, you, if you don't use regression, then initially we started off with the 41.2 overall sum of squares but if you use the least squares regression methods then that sum of squares reduces to 13 point8 which is not bad which is pretty good so the total reduction what is the total reduction it's 27 point four so then we can calculate the reduction in prediction error so we just may we just Um, figured out that in this way, we can reduce the prediction error by 66.6%. So that is considered your r squared value, or the coefficient of determination. So again, r squared is a value that tells us what percentage of the prediction error in the y is eliminated when we use the least squares regression on the x variable. So this is again called the coefficient of determination and it's it's pretty remarkable that uh just by simply squaring r gives us such such a measurement. So this is drawing from the same sort of um F statistic um that we saw in ANOVA. And um basically the statistic is the f statistics for uh, linear regression is similar to the concept of uh the f statistic in ANOVA it's a ratio of the model mean square um, and the residual mean square so the the model means the model sum of square is also equal to the total sum of squares. So there's a lot of different calculations here. And if you would like, you can um, go into further detail as to understanding where some of these equations are coming from, but I've just left this for you um, for personal enrichment if you want to understand this further. So what did we go over in this lecture? Um, First, we went over how to set up your null hypothesis, and your research question um, and ba- and basis upon the fundamental assumptions of multiple regression. Then we developed this a little further and went over the five assumptions that you would want to check for before you go in and run your actual statistical test. Um, then I showed you in SPSS where to... Um, Select and find the different menu options to run the diagnostics. And then we went over some of the conceptual um, framework of where linear regression stems from. There's a lot of concepts involved. Um, There's a lot more aspects to take into consideration when you're thinking about multiple regression. Please go through this video. Again, if you are confused about certain areas, and then go ahead and run your own statistical test um, from the data sets that have been provided this week. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact me. Thank you.